safety precautions around the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic have affected a number of our broadcasts and a repeat program has been selected for the following broadcast. Spirit. Amen. Welcome to Alive. Thank you very much for joining me today. Now, yesterday, the 20th of February, was a great feast. It is the feast day of St. Francisco and St. Jacinda of Fatima. Now, in fact, Francisco died on the 4th of April, but his younger sister, Jacinta, she died of February, and because the two were inseparable, the church decided to make the one feast day on the 20th of February for the two young uh, seers of Fatima. Now, that beautiful angel prayer that the angel of peace, the angel of Portugal, taught the children is one of my favorites. Oh my God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. And I beg pardon for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. I think it sums up the faith of a Catholic, a Christian, completely. It's about trust in God. And keep your eye on Jesus, as someone said to me when I was very young. And which was a good piece of advice. Now, the whole apparition of Our Lady of Fatima is still quite controversial today, because because of the nature of the prophecies that Our Lady gave the children, all of which came true. And then, of course, you have the third secret, which was meant to be released in 1960, or if Sister Lucia, the one remaining seer, if she died before that, it was meant to be released. And it wasn't, for a variety of reasons. But really, we are living in the third secret and by all accounts, people who have read it, uh, cardinals, Cardinal Odi, different people, they have said basically it's an apostasy in the church um, of the hierarchy. Um, one of them said to the summit. And so you have bishops against bishops, cardinals against cardinals. Now, in the 1960s, this was absolutely unheard of, particularly in the weight of the Vatican Council when all of the bishops of the world came together and had the Second Vatican Council. The first one was in 1870. So this was absolutely unheard of. Now, when Our Lady came to Garabandal in 1961, virtually uh, these are the things she said. There would be great confusion in the church, cardinals versus cardinals on their way to perdition, be a huge downplaying of 
the Blessed Eucharist, and uh, we had to pray for holy priests. There would be a warning, a miracle, and a chastisement. Now, when Our Lady came and spoke to Sister Agnes Sasagawa in Akita, she virtually said the same, that there would be cardinals versus cardinals, bishops versus bishops, a great chastisement, far from heaven. And, of course, that corresponds perfectly with the vision which the Vatican uh, revealed in 2000 about the third secret of Fatima. There's an angel with a flaming torch pointed towards the earth, Penance, 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 and Our Lady's hand quells the flame. But, of course, there is a half-ruined city, a bishop in white. The children thought it was the Pope, but they weren't sure. And so what was this ruined city? Well, um, Vatican in Rome, of course. And it didn't have to be, figuratively, it doesn't have to be ruins of a city. But really, the church is in ruins. There is so much division. And that's where we are today. So... We are going to move on because next week our organisation, Family Life International, um, is taking part in a universal 40 days for life. So the beginning of the end of abortion. And so there will be a prayer vigil, 12 hours a day for 40 days, um, every day except Sunday. So it starts this next Wednesday, Ash Wednesday, at 7 a.m. in the morning, and it goes through to 7 p.m. Now, we want three people per hour, over 12 hours, so we need 36 people for the day, which absolutely, perfectly corresponds, sadly, with the 36 children that are killed through abortion every day. So, if you're listening to this, and you don't have to be a Catholic to join us, but you uh, believe that all people, including children in the womb, have dignity and rights and that we must defend those rights. Um, please uh, come along. Uh, there is a website that you can go to and you can sign up um, 40 Days for Life. So just if you typed in sign in 40 Days for Life, that would get you to the website. Also, if you don't um, have a computer and you don't really want to do that, you can ring the office and say, look, I've got um, a few hours here, a few hours there. How does that work for you? So that is 09-629-4361. So that's 09-629-4361. So just ring and say you want to sign up for the 40 Days for Life and help save lives. So... Uh, we're doing quite well. We're filling up the gaps, but we really would like uh, more people to sign up. And particularly if you have a, you know, so like a free Wednesday and you think, okay, I could probably do that every Wednesday and not just one hour. I think I could do two hours. So just imagine if you were able to start every Wednesday um, from two or seven o'clock, I should say, in the morning to nine o'clock or maybe from 9 o'clock till 11, or something like that. So making a commitment for the whole time is very, very helpful to us. We have uh, one group of uh, young people, and they are doing every day from 11 a.m. to 12 a.m. for the entire 40-day campaign. So amazing. So that's Mother of Divine Mercy. Thank you so much. So if you 
want to help end abortion, make this phone call, 0962943361. So uh, 40 Days for Life is a worldwide simultaneous prayer vigil, which takes place outside local abortion centres with the intention of saving lives and bringing about the end of abortion through a prayerful, peaceful witness. So we're starting, as I said, on Ash Wednesday, and we're going right through to Sunday. While there's no um, peaceful witness on a Sunday, we will be finishing with a, a candlelight vigil. So the vigil hours are determined by the leader of each local uh, 40 Days for Life, and so we have determined that we're going to do 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. And so each hour of peaceful vigil outside the abortion centre needs to be covered um, by three people, um, prayer volunteers who sign up for that specific time. So registering the hours you intend to be present is important. I mean, I know a lot of people think, okay, I've got a free afternoon today. I'll just rock on up there. And that's good, but it's even better if we knew in advance, say the day before, and then we know in the office, okay, that hour is covered because for every hour that isn't covered, someone from our organisation, Family Life International, will go down there and spend many hours of every day uh, filling in if there's a gap. So no one's ever expected to be at the vigil site alone. As I said, we are having three people per hour. Um, If someone didn't turn up, of course, you would have to ring us immediately if there were two people and for some reason they were late. Um, What we usually do is we ask the people who are there in the previous hour to just simply stay on until the next group of people arrive. Um, We don't engage with the public, so you're not there It's not a protest. You're simply gathering together uh, in a prayerful, peaceful witness. So um, you don't have to make eye contact with people who are trying to make eye contact with you. So if a member of a public generally uh, wants to chat, um, one person in the group, a more experienced person in these issues, could move off to one side and talk to them while the rest um, just continue with their prayers. And um, that is just acknowledging the dignity of that person. You know, we're not listening to what they have to say. That's just simply uh, between them and um, the lead person at that time. So there are components of the vigil. You can do prayer and fasting for an end to abortion. And for all those involved and impacted, Obviously, the babies, the mothers, the fathers, and the workers in the clinics. So it's a community outreach, and through a visible presence, and it provides information uh, about fetal development. We have little um, handouts or on our signs. We usually um, use the sign, love them both. So, you know, we're not... um, Just focused on the baby. Our first priority, of course, is the mother and then her baby. So we are very um, mindful and aware of the mother's needs. As I said before, 36 babies die from abortion every day in New Zealand. So what are the results of this? Um, A number of babies have been saved 
through the 40 Days for Life vigils in New Zealand. Now, in the United States, um, some of the abortion centres have stated that when people are praying outside an abortion centre, the percentage of women who do not keep their appointments is as high as 75%. So even if the number of no-shows is smaller in New Zealand, um, we can be sure that our prayers and our presence is truly saving lives. So that's very, very encouraging. And we have had the situation, in fact, I think it was last year, and we've had it several times actually, but I do remember last year, a young lady with a baby um, came up to us and she said the year before she had um, been going to her abortion appointment, she saw us on the other side of the road and she changed her mind. And so she wanted to bring her three-month-old baby to meet us and to show us that this was the life of her daughter that had through the peaceful, prayerful witness, which is a great thing. So, as I said, it's we um, are a sign of hope. If you want, you can uh, go to your priest or your minister and you can promote the 40 Days for Life in your parish. You can encourage anyone you know, particularly people you know who have already demonstrated that they are pro-life. And in fact, how can you be a Christian and not pro-life? So we protect the mothers and their babies um, by joining this worldwide mobilization to pray and to fast for an end to abortion. So where is it? Okay, it's outside the Auckland Medical Aid Centre. So it's called AMAC, Auckland Medical Aid Centre. 283-289 Dominion Road, Mount Eden. So 283-289 Dominion Road, Mount Eden. So we gather opposite, which um, is in the Eden Quarter. Just um, We don't um, go gather all over the pavement we keep well back so that people can get past easily and we are there every day except Sundays so if you want to learn more you can phone uh, the leader of this effort this year uh, Michelle Kaufman she is the educational director for Family Life International and her number is 027 526 1199 that's 27 So that's Michelle Kaufman. So, <coughs> excuse me, Michelle is um, our educational or communicational director and she is a very, very, very bright and dedicated young lady. She's a great witness to our organisation. Okay, so we have got to three o'clock actually we've just gone over so this is divine mercy hour and so three o'clock on a friday of course is the time that our lord died on the cross and so it's a very very powerful hour of mercy and our lord appeared to saint Faustina, a polish nun and he gave her this little chaplet of divine mercy and we do a little brief version of it here because we don't have time to do the whole thing. And our Lord promised that 
that would bring down graces of mercy to the person who said it religiously, particularly at three o'clock on a Friday. But if it is said in the presence of someone who is dying that Jesus promised to stand between the just judge, um, God the Father in heaven, and the dying person as a merciful saviour. So what a great promise. So if you don't know it, you can join along with us in your mind. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer you the body and blood, soul and divinity of your dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of a sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, be on us and on the whole world. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Now, if you are pregnant and worried... There is a great organisation in Auckland that you can ring and contact. And of course it's Family Life International, but we have our own pregnancy centres. They are called Gianna's Choice Pregnancy Options and Support. So if you want to uh, text, it is 0274-488-070. So you can text 274 488070 and there will always be somebody ready to um, phone you back because some people don't like to ring they just like to do it a little bit anonymously 
and they might text, do you help pregnant women? And so then we can say, yes, we do. Would you like us to ring you? And some will actually say no. And so a lot of the work is done through the texting and they can take a little bit of time until you build up trust and you can ask them to ring you or, you know, again, you can ask them, can we ring you? And it is certainly um, a wonderful organisation and we really, really um, see ourselves as servants. So we're there to serve the woman and help them make a decision that will be good for them and for their baby and their future family. And we aim to give them information because oftentimes they don't really get the information that they say they need. And when we deal sometimes with post-abortion women, well, usually, they are so sad that they didn't come across our organisation earlier. And if they had, if they may not have gone ahead and had the abortion. And so why is that important? Well, it's important because unlike what society will tell you, um, the majority of women, it might take 10 years, do have uh, long-term effects of the abortion. For example, many of our women who come to us present with a, uh, a whole list of issues that they have uh, had to deal with since the abortion. It might be depression, anxiety, mental um, health issues, suicidal thoughts, uh, alcoholism, self-abuse, anniversary syndrome, for example, of the anniversary of the abortion and also the anniversary of the date that the baby was going to be born, etc., low self-worth, etc., etc. So we um, see this so often. And, of course, the government is proposing that this new legislation um, could possibly be for mental health issues for a woman to have an abortion right up to 40 weeks. Now, I'm not sure that someone who created that really knows what they're talking about. I would have thought that everyone on that select committee, (coughs) the five people who are (coughs) known to, um, you know, support abortion and the two that didn't, um, I would have said to them, okay, you go along and be in the room and watch an abortion at the very uh, various ages the early ones, the 20-week ones and later, and when you have watched three abortions and then you would be in a position to decide or make recommendations for this nation. And until you have done that, you are in no position whatsoever to say that you know what you're talking about. Okay, we have come to the end of the program very quickly, as always. But just a last plug Please, 40 Days for Life from the 26th of February next Wednesday starting at 7am to 7pm, six days a week, uh, not Sunday, and right through to the 5th of April where we will have a candlelight vigil at 7.30. So that is at, well, the uh, abortion centre is AMAC, Auckland Medical Aid Centre, 
283 to 289 Dominion Road, Mount Eden in Auckland, and we gather opposite. Okay, so we will um, tune in for you next week. The road is long. Brother